Off the Ropes, episode 18. It's your boy Brett Swinney here. Alongside me is Brandon Ogden and K.O. Kyle Owens. Guys, 18 episodes. Unreal. It's crazy. It, it doesn't feel like 18. It doesn't feel like we've done 18 of these, but I know I've done very few from this here uh, place that I'm at if I don't move my hands. It's a very nice uh, establishment. I've rented out for the evening um in honor of our two pay-per-views we're talking about tonight so if i don't move then it looks awesome I, that looks real like like you're on vacation I, i'm i'm jealous i know if if only it was real if only it was real. <laughs> oh so, man uh, uh, speak uh, uh it's like speak into existence but view it into existence that's what i'm doing if i don't move it i don't get that little glitch on my right shoulder and we're good we're good to go <laughs> How's it going, guys? It's been a while since we've talked wrestling. It's going good. Uh, yeah, it's been a long while. And I mean, because, you know, it went from we didn't have much. And now now this like, next two weeks, it's like a lot just coming at you. Bam, bam, bam. But I, I didn't know what mu- music direction you were going to go with. And I was expecting Adam. Co- I was hoping for Swerve, expecting Adam Copeland. And you threw a big curveball. So, hey, <laughs> you can't ever go wrong with some Will Ospreay. That guy is just insane in the ring. So, um. Didn't have much time to as as we talked talked about off air. Football season is here and and we're all like super busy, but I'm I'm excited to talk a little wrestling with you guys tonight. Um we'll start with some off topic. Uh Brandon, you're gonna uh you got something for us to talk about. Uh go ahead. Well, I figured tonight's the perfect time because we're talking about both AEW and WWE. And I just I you know me, I spend a lot of time on social media, probably too much. And all I ever see is like you know, there are people like us who can enjoy both, but you just see too many. You're they're either the AEW all the way or WWE all the way, and they just can't like if one does good, they've got a crap on the other, and vice versa. And uh, it just continued again last night. It's like the WWE people, oh, Edge wasn't loyal. You know, they did so they they did him so well for so long, and now he's just going to turn his back on him. Like his career's tarnished because he's going to the minor leagues, and and then the AEW people. They they're trashing Jade and trashing what Edge was and and just it's it goes on every day. Just they can't. Why can't we just appreciate? We've got two, you know, for the first time since the '90s, we got two really really good products. If you don't enjoy them, that's fine. But it, I just don't like some people just don't give themselves a chance. And it's just like why can't we just appreciate what we've got right now? I mean, it's like if you're it'd be like if you're an NFL fan, you're like you can't like college football or vice versa. And it's like it's more football. Why can't we appreciate it all? And uh, just it's just a little little thing that's always bugged me, and it it, it amped up a little bit more lately because every time there's just just certain group of people that they just got to crap on the other just for the heck of it. And it's like, hey, both are pretty good, and uh, they both have their moments. And you know, WWE does stuff that makes us mad, and so does AEW. And both both do really great things, and I I, I enjoy it all. But I I mean, I'm not saying you got to enjoy it all, but just it's just the fact that people go out of their way to crap on the other, just to, they feel like they got zone in on one and that's it. I, I agree. Um, I think we see it way too much on social media. People complaining about edge and complaining about Jade. I I'm all for it. I mean, think of the, the different matches we could see in AEW now that edge can have edge. We get to see edge and Christian more than likely team back up at some point. Like, that's we're seeing that in a different area, a different space. And they they had a lot of, of creative control 
at WWE, but I feel like the the handcuffs are completely off at AEW. Tony Khan will let them do whatever they want over there. And so I think we're going to see more creativity from Edge. We're going to see matches with, with him, maybe him and MJF down the road. There's so many people that he can have matches with over in AEW that we never would have seen in WWE. And what else is there for him to do in WWE? He's already a Hall of Famer. Like, what? He, could, he, could, he could feed with a Judgment Day for eternity. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what on. else is there for him to do? So I'm happy to see Edge go over there. And the same thing for Jade. Jade wasn't doing anything in AEW. She had that long streak where she beat a bunch of nobodies to keep the, 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 the TBS championship. And now she's in... WWE, where she is built for WWE, WWE will make her a star. Like she will be a household name in a year or two. So I'm happy for both. I like to see them bouncing around. I don't, I don't care what you show up on. Just show up. I like to see professional wrestling. I don't care what, what TV show you're going to show up on. I'm going to watch both of them. So just show up. That's all I care about. I like them kind of bouncing back and forth because like y'all said, I mean, Edge has so many matches. Like he's never like, can you imagine we can go, Maybe uh, him and, and Christian team up, and they go against the Young Bucks. I mean, you've got—I mean, you just got infinite matches over here. You've got Kenny Omega, Hangman Adam Page, all these guys that are over here that he's never worked with because he's never really left anywhere but WWE. I mean, there are some guys in WWE that were there. Like he, he even wants a match. I think with Samoa Joe was one of the ones he mentioned in the scrum afterwards. Um, he was—they were both in WWE, but didn't get a chance to cross paths. I just think it livens up the stories um, that we can see, um, and are, I'm already interested to see what they're going to do now. You've got you got him and him and Sting in the ring, which is cool. I mean, that that too. I was about to say, Edge and Sting have never been in the ring together. Like that's an yeah. iconic moment that we got to witness, yeah. and we never would have got that if Edge would have stayed loyal to WWE. Like, mm-hmm. let him be free. Let him do what he wants. And then even though they're old, and we've seen it thousands of times. There's that chance in a couple of years where we get the major retirement match for four people and we get the Hardys against Edge and Christian one more time. I mean, you don't, you might not want to see it these days, but that would be a heck of a retirement match for all four of them because that would kind of cap like TLC match. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. 60 if they're going to do like, go out. If they're going to go out, they're going to go, go out with a bang, right? I mean, yeah. But yeah, it, it, it but that, that, like, that would be. I mean, that would be the way to go out. But I, I want to see Adam Copeland do a lot more things before that. And it uh, starts next Tuesday uh, against Luchasaurus. So. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Okay, something I just kind of thought about as we were talking here, another uh, topic. The TV deals are coming up, uh, guys. Have y'all been kind of paying attention to that? I don't know if I, don't know if I have a little bit. But it uh, looks like uh, SmackDown is going to go to USA now. And they're still up in the air where – where Raw and, and NXT are going to end up. Um, possibly, I've even I've even seen in some places where Raw may move off Monday nights. Uh, what do you guys think about that? I mean, as long as, as, long as I can watch it. <laughs> well, I don't really care what channel it's on as long as it's uh, accessible. And, uh, but, you know, Raw and USA is kind of iconic. But the, the SmackDown and Fox thing, it, it didn't bother me the way. And then uh, I, I do like uh, – I know y'all don't watch NXT. I mean, I, I – after we talk about this, I do want to mention something about NXT real quick, and it kind of ties into the TV thing. But, uh, but so I, as long as I like them to keep it on a channel, uh, but if they moved it back to Peacock, that'd be fine too. But they'll they'll figure something out, and people are going to watch it and find it. I, I don't know about moving. It's Monday, not Raw. I don't don't move the day because 
unless unless you just don't want to compete with Monday Night Football. But just do it doing the off doing the off season, but keep it on Mondays because it's iconic. So I I'm like Brandon. I really don't care where it's at on TV as long as I can watch it. Like I I couldn't care less what channel it's on as long as I get the channel and I can record it and watch it when I want. I don't care. Um, about NXT though, Brandon, I I was gonna say too. I watched No Mercy this weekend. That's what I was going to talk about. It was very good. It was very good, especially the last two matches. It was it was really good. So did you watch your boy Dirty Dom? <laughs> I did. <laughs> did you watch it? I, I man, I, <laughs> just uh, me, me, and Kyle. I'm, I don't know how much Kyle, and we get to talk about the show here in a minute. But I, I missed the first. Oh well, the the, the pre show. I didn't get to see any of it. Um, and then I missed the first couple of matches. Um, when I was going to go back and watch them today, but it was another crazy day. Had a, a couple of things pop up on me, and heck, I was lucky just to get here at eight o'clock. I'm glad we moved to the eight o'clock because I was struggling getting here. Um, but I just, I always have liked NXT. It's just so hard. I've been trying to juggle all this, and it's like we've got a show every single night now, and it's like I like watching it, but it's just trying hard to get it all in. It's either I I don't watch some of them and I can get like the full show of, of one or two, or I'm end up skipping through something and then I'm missing something on, on them. So I don't know. I, it's really hard to try to pick and choose. I mean, there's a lot of good wrestling going on. I think that's a good thing, but trying to make sure you catch the catch what's going on and try to keep up. I think the last three or four weeks since we've talked, uh, I've struggled to kind of keep up with it. And a lot of, a lot of times um, I, I've had to skip a few weeks and try to, watch the next week and catch up to see what's going on. So um, it's not normally something I'm usually good at keeping up, but it's, I think this, this month of September has really, really got me. But, um, but yeah, I'm excited about where everything's going. I'm excited about the edge thing. I, I, I'm intrigued by what they're doing with the, like they've kind of split the bud line off. You've got Jay Uso on his own path. You've got Jimmy on his own path. I'm kind of intrigued on what they're going to do with that. Um, so I, there's a lot of good things going on right now. I'm the same way. Like I, I actually just finished watching SmackDown from two weeks ago. I'm two weeks behind on SmackDown. I haven't watched last week's Raw. I haven't watched any WWE from last week. Uh, like, and I prioritized prioritized the pay per views. Like, I had watched Dynamite last week, but I, I just now watched Rampage and Collision today. I just watched, I watched the NXT pay per view, but I just watched the NXT from last week today, and it made some things made sense that I was wondering how one match happened, and uh, kind of made some things make sense. But Dirty Dom did lose. And uh, it was a heck of a match. And then the well, the, Car- the Carmelo match was Carmelo and Dragunov. And then uh, Tiffany and Becky were – that was a good match too. And uh, I was surprised they kept it on Becky, but we'll see where they go from there. But then uh, another thing, we're talking about networks and NXT. USA Network a while ago, they, they did a teaser last week on NXT, and they did one on the pay-per-view. But USA actually announced it while ago, the signing of Brian Pillman Jr. to mm-hmm. NXT. And uh, it was interesting that USA Network was the one who announced it. So I thought that was kind of interesting. But Brian Pillman Jr. is coming to the, the little the little vignette they did. I don't know if you saw it, Kyle, but it was it was pretty cool. I, I didn't see that, but it was like, uh, it was like it, it, the thing is they didn't show him. All it was so it shows this guy in a tiger shirt watching a TV. But it shows his dad back in WCW, and then it shows it like just shows some different clips through the years, mm-hmm. and it it just like it was a little hint. That who it was going to be, and they announced it today. So I'm interested to see. You know, AEW didn't use him a whole lot. Mm-hmm. The whole varsity blondes thing, but then once Julia Hart did her thing, 
we'll talk about her in a little bit because <laughs> I, I think they're. I, I thought they were going to do it last night, strap a rocket to her back, but uh, I think it's coming. And but once they moved her, that the varsity blondes and Pillman were kind of left out to dry. So I'm interested to see what they do with them in NXT. Yeah, I I don't watch NXT weekly. There's just way too much wrestling to watch. Uh, I I skipped through. I mean, I skimmed through Collision on Saturday night. Of that one, I I watched basically to see how the match ended and and the the little promos in between. That's really all I watched in that. Um, kind of did the same thing with SmackDown Friday. Like that's what I'm having to do to just try and keep up. I'm not behind. I'm caught up. Well, <laughs> other than tonight's Raw, but um, I'll. I'm I'm a NASCAR fan too, so I have to squeeze NASCAR races in Xfinity football. and Cup football that I want to watch, uh, as well as football that I'm working on, and then wrestling. And it's like there's just way too much going on right now. But hey, I, I'm uh, I enjoyed I enjoyed last night. Last night was a a very fun pay per view, and I'm looking forward to to Fastlane. I don't I doubt Fastlane lives up to Wrestle Dream, but. I'm excited for Fastlane. I think it'll be decent. And, and now y'all's two baseball teams will face off in the playoffs. Yes. Oh, yeah. And my Rays play tomorrow, so I have to watch baseball That's tomorrow. That's what I'm talking too. about, but it's Brett's Rangers. Yeah. Rangers, uh, that's a sore subject right now. We, we kind of. I, think, I bet it, it, it's going three. It's going three. There's no it'll way. Be good, it'll be a good series. I just, I'm, I'm more angry about, not because I have to play Kyle, but we should have won the, well, we technically did tie the division, but. It was the it was a team. That, oh, shake your head, Brandon. Tie the, <laughs> those tiebreakers and yeah, whatever. But uh, who are the Astros playing? They get a buy. Oh, because uh, they no won. The, yeah. Goodness. Okay. All right. Well, I don't want them to play at home because they suck at home. So. Yeah. Well, that I just, I'm very optimistic. I don't watch a whole lot of baseball. We'll move on after this, but we don't watch a whole lot of baseball because the rain got time for it. The, yeah, I don't have time for it for one. And the Rangers and the turn it on. It's like they're just guaranteed to blow the game. I think they had something like 33 blown saves on the year, the most ever for a playoff team. Like you can imagine that means they were ahead, you know, in those late innings and blew that many games. They could have won a jillion more games than they won. They just had a closure. The the game that I went to, Rays Rangers in Arlington, the Rays blew the lead and blew a save, ended on a wild pitch. So – I, well, we're I, both I get what you're boat, saying. Kyle. Like we're both in the same boat. Our team started off really I, well, and now we're in a wild card game. I, I do not trust. I. It, it's very possible we're out round. We're out the wild card round. It's very possible Rangers win. Like I, I don't think like the past couple of years when the Rays have, have been in the playoffs, I've been like, oh yeah, we can we can win this series. Like I, I feel good about it. This one, have no idea. Toss up. Anything yeah. could happen. Yeah. But I will be watching. Maybe if I have time. <laughs> All right, let's talk the Wrestle Dream card. Uh, really good card. Um, I'm gonna kind of um, lean on Brandon, uh, Kyle. We we were kind of in in in, I guess, doing something else in the pre-show. I know you were kind of keeping your eye on it, so you may have a little more insight than I do. But I didn't get to see much of the pre-show. Uh, Brandon, tell us about the the Keith Lee versus uh, the I guess his Shane Taylor Promotions match. I can't really tell you. I watched that match. I can't. I can't remember. I only remember who won it. No, I, I, Keith Lee's team won the match. That's what I thought. The pre-show, I was just, the only the only thing I, I, I watched the whole thing. The only thing that stuck out was the whole Josh Barnett uh, Claudio post-match thing. Uh, Claudio won, and just that was a pretty good match. Uh, all, only notes I put for the I didn't write anything for each specific match. I just said 
They're decent matches, nothing special. But one, the one cool thing about the pre-show last night, it was, you know, normally it's just like, hey, we have everybody you already know. We're just jamming them on the card. Last night, the pre-show got some different people on that you normally don't see. You know, Josh Barnett, there were some different people in the Keith Lee match. Uh, Shane Taylor, you know, there was, di- there was a- different people in each match. And I, I thought, I just thought that was interesting. Got some fresh faces on there. But the, the pre-show was, it, it was, you know, last pre-show card we had Adam Cole and MJF for the match. We didn't have nothing like that this time. So uh, it, I just said decent matches, nothing special. But uh, I yeah. think it was four of them, though. Yeah, four matches. They had uh, Claudio uh, over Josh Barnett, Luchasaurus over Nick Wayne, and then the acclaimed uh, over TMDK, which I figured uh, I figured out that was actually Zack Sabre Jr.'s group. Yeah, but I, I was going to say um, – Remember the Nick Wayne Luchasaurus thing because I want to come back to that. Yeah. 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 That, and when, when we talk about what comes up later, that's very interesting. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, not physical, actually. You got, anything anyway. you, want to, you got anything you want to add to the pre show, Kyle? No. Let's Good. just keep it rolling. It was okay. a pre show that was a pre show. <laughs> okay. So, match one, um, I actually didn't get to see. I think I picked up on match two. I didn't realize the MJF let off the card. I kept waiting for that match. <laughs> and didn't realize it went on match one. I, I guess that's a new thing for him. He's going to lead off the show and get out of there at, after he does his match. Maybe he's going to be like a, a Brock Lesnar where he just come, comes on the show and leaves. Um, MGF over the righteous. Um, tell me about this match. Uh, I didn't get to see this one, guys, so I'm, I'm going to lean on you here. Um, I, had M- I had MGF winning, but uh, what, what, what went on here? Yeah, I, I thought it was good. I mean, for a handicap match, you, know, you never know what to expect. And uh, I was wrong only because I was expecting some funny business. And uh, because, you know, uh, the way they ended Dynamite there not, so I still, we'll, we'll see eventually, you know, but I feel like how they ended Dynamite there not has something to do with MJF and Adam Cole. And we'll see where they go with that. But I, I was expecting some funny business from either Roderick Strong or Mike Benner. So, you know, I was expecting some funny business in that's got to be the kingdom, right? That attacked, you would think, right? The kingdom, Roger Strong, maybe, and it, it could be. But I also think it could be Roger Strong, Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish, huh? the, the, the person with the MJF the mask, mask looked, man, Adam Cole. Well, the mask person looked looked like a woman, so it could be a Britt Baker. It was a Britt Baker body build, but it could be yeah. a Britt Baker Marina Shafir type. But it the the mask person did not look. It, if you watch it multiple times, it looks like a female, but it's 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 hard to tell. Hmm. But but it, but it could be it's someone it's someone related to Adam Cole or Adam Cole. I like that kind of stuff because we don't see that a whole lot. The the mystery group attacks. I kind of back you know we used to have the when they had the uh, the Nexus thing and you had some of those. Who was it? The I don't know if you guys watch Impact when they had the uh, was oh, it Aces the, and Aces, Aces and but yeah. I, I like awesome, that group when they didn't. You didn't know who was going to be in the group. I like that because now I'm now I'm intrigued. I was looking for I was looking for something to come out during the pay per view on that, and nothing really happened. But well, that's why I thought MJF was going to lose somehow. I thought Mike Bennett or Matt Taven or somebody was going to cost him or Roger Strong, and I thought I just thought okay because they're eventually going to break up. I feel like they'll lose the titles before they break up, but I don't. You don't. I mean, I don't know, but uh, but uh, MJF he went through all the hits. You know the. He did a sportsmanship thing. He did a kangaroo kick. He said he was going to body slam the the big dude, and he uh, body slammed him. He, uh, you know, he just, it, yeah. MJF, MJF's awesome, and 
uh, he found a way to win. So. Yeah, I, I I was halfway paying attention to the match because we were busy, but I was from what I saw, it was very MJF babyface esque. Like it was very sports entertainment, um, which I enjoy. I, I enjoyed it. He made it awesome. Yeah, as a also, with the body slam, he said he was going to shove the dreadheaded dude up big guy's uh, backside, and he did that during the match, and then he hit them both with a kangaroo kick. So um, I, I picked MJF to win. I just didn't see – I don't see him lose. I don't see him, like – even if it was going to be, like, some nefarious means or something. Like, I just didn't see him losing on a pay-per-view. So um, it's going to be interesting what they do with those ROH titles. Here's my question. Nobody really cares about ROH. It's pretty much a dead brand. So those titles basically mean nothing. So Adam Cole is allegedly injured. So they don't really need to defend those titles until Adam Cole comes back. So is he those, injured though? That's I, allegedly injured. That's what I'm saying. So, but my point remains the same. Like the ROH titles mean nothing. So they don't really need to be defended. And you could kind of keep that. And that's a way to keep the group together until Adam Cole's healthy to then do the split. I could see, I could see him pulling that he's not really injured. He's faking it. And then like, they're going to defend the titles. Then, then the mask guys come out. Then he, then he pulls off the cast and he's maybe he's that fifth guy and they take out MGF. And that's how they, we get back to the MGF Adam Cole rematch for the title. Um, at some point. Yeah, I mean, that's that's definitely possible. But uh, the match was what it was. It was MJF. I enjoyed it. I wish it would have uh, meant more. But, I mean, I, you can't help an injury. So, yeah. All right. Match two. Eddie Kingston defeated Shibata to retain the ROH world title and the strong open title of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Um, I kind of caught some of this match. Um, from what I saw, um, just, I mean, it was okay match. I didn't think it was anything special. I like Eddie Kingston. I like uh, he's, his, his matches are very physical. Um, but I didn't really see enough to get a real grasp on the back and forth on this one. Uh, you, Brandon, Brandon, you and Kyle have any, uh, thoughts on this one? I didn't put, I didn't put much on this. Was a, you know, decent early match. I was, what, it was kind of how AEW cards have been t- typically been lately, uh, outside of, you know, that start slow and then really pick up. And that's kind of, they just keep building up, building up. And they're not, you know, they, they put MJF early. But other than that, they're not, they're not putting too much early. They're, they're not trying to hit you right out of the gate. They're, they build up to the end and then they just blow you out of the water at the end. <laughs> and that's kind of how this, this was just like a decent slow build. So uh, I just thought it was weird. You know, we talk about AEW's got so many dang titles. And uh, I was counted today because they're doing a, a special title show next week called Title Tuesday. They're doing Dynamite on Tuesday oh, next God. week, probably because probably because of high, uh, probably because of hockey or something on Wednesday. Baseball and, probably on TBS. Baseball, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So they're doing t- Title Tuesday next week, and they've got 21 titles. So we'll see. What, <laughs> oh, God. In this match, in this match, there were three, but Shibata didn't defend his, but uh, Eddie defended both of his. But Shibata couldn't defend his because his title has different rules attached to it. And, uh, is it so, the pure? Is he at the pure title? Yeah, and so like there's limited rope breaks and stuff like that on all the rules. But yeah, I I saw again we were still in the in the show when this was happening, so I was halfway in it, um, caught the end of it really. But it 
It was a hard-hitting match. I mean, it's what you expected. Uh, I think the only reason this this made the card was Tony Khan was doing a favor for Eddie Kingston. This is a match that Eddie Kingston had wanted for a long time. I have no problem with Eddie Kingston being on the card. I love Eddie Kingston. I think he's great. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm with you too, Brandon. This, this card, it started slow. Even though MJF opened the show, it wasn't a, a great match. It was entertaining, but it wasn't a great match. Same thing with the Eddie Kingston it didn't grasp my attention. So it kind of started slow. I was getting kind of worried. I was like, did I really just pay this money for this pay-per-view and this is going to, but I knew there were bigger names coming up. So it, it got better as the night went on though. Yeah. I think the, this match, I, I, I think we got off right about the end of this match. Um, we were, I spent <clears throat> most of this match. We spent listening to Vince and Corey uh, go back and forth <laughs> at each other. I was just sitting here laughing. I was like, because I was kind of trying to look look over and watch. So I don't know how your setup is there, but I have to turn completely left. Yeah, I have to turn completely left to to watch. So I was trying to like glance over as they were going back and forth and, and going at each other at the end of the show. But that's I why mean, my eyes keep going up because I'm I'm just glancing up at the TV. Got Monday Night Football on, so I'm just <laughs> well. And, that's and how I was doing Sunday too. I was just glancing up. That that match was probably better than the the game on tonight though. So you probably. From what I saw, yes, yes, yeah. absolutely. Geno Smith got injured in the Seahawks yeah. game, so. Oh, okay. Well, I I think it was a solid match. Again, I think my my opinion on the titles. I like having a lot of titles, not this many though. I think some of the ones that kind of overlap, like the pure title, for instance, that's different. I'm okay with something that's different. It's got some different rules, but like, is there really a need for two world championships? Is there a need for like two trios championships? Two tag. Some of those they could, you know, bring them together. Because, um, again, again I, I like ones that are, have different stipulations. You know, I'm, I'm a fan of the old hardcore title, if you can, if you do it right, not just make it a laughing stock like WWE did this last time, but like a real hardcore child title where they, the camera goes to the back and, like, the two dudes have started the match and they're just, like, throwing each other through. That would be like Moxley's ideal title. Um Something that's different, but like when you have the same exact title over and over, yeah, it's, it gets a little bit like, what's, what's, which one's better? ROH, AEW. I mean, are they the same? I mean, you know, you'd almost have to have, if they had ROH as a second show instead of Collision, and you had were kind of like how WWE splits the roster and they did that, okay, maybe you need some title belts if you have them split like that. But right now they're just floating all over the place and you have, of course, then you throw in New Japan Pro Wrestling's titles in. They they bring them in, and that's there's even more titles. So it's like everybody has a title. Y'all all need a title belt. I, I got a title belt. Let's all have a title belt. We're all champions, right? I mean, that's that's the way it is these days, right? Everybody gets their trophy. Yep. <laughs> all right. Um, match three started to pick up um, as Statlander defeated Julia Hart. I I did not pick this one. I thought they might give it to Julia Hart. They really. They really ramped her up. Um, I watched a little bit of Collision and, and Dynamite, and they really made a point to show her winning streak she had. She hadn't lost in like 500-and-something days. Like, okay, well, this could be a way to maybe boost her up. Maybe Statlander goes after the other belt, but they kept the belt on Statlander. Um, this is a solid match. Um, my, my main problem with this card, guys, and I don't know if you all noticed it, but you had one women's match, and there was 14 matches, and only one women's match made the card. Like, to me, that's 
I mean, they've got some good women to work. And for only one match to be a women's, and it's only like a like nine or ten minute match. That was a little disappointing. I think they really, I mean, you just lost Jade Cargill. You, you've got to start building up this women's division or you're going to keep losing people. And uh, that, well, the, the Keith Lee match was a mixed tag, but uh, yeah, but it really yeah. it wasn't, yeah, no. yeah, but I agree. And uh, but the, they've been building, they've been building to the the, the match because the, they're doing that title two state thing. They're doing a, the big. I think the main event's gonna be a women's match. It's a Soraya against Ruby, I think, or Soraya against uh, Sheeta or somebody. Soraya against somebody, but uh, they've been kind of building to that. So I guess they just didn't have anything women's wise for this card. And uh, so, yeah, so I don't. I thought they would have put like Sheeta and somebody on since it was the card was dedicated to like Antonio Noki. I thought they might have put Sheeta or one of the Japanese women on there to kind of do something like a tribute there. But but yeah, it was it was weird that this was the only women's match. But I, I thought I thought it was a good match. I, I was really impressed with Julia Hart. You know, she cre- creeps me out, and but she uh, she's got she's got star potential. I think well, she's uh, she's kind of kept House of Black. Um, like meaning something right now because they've kind yeah, of been just her her and brody's the only two i ever see anymore yeah but, uh, but, but she's she, done a good I mean, job at it when you when you first had when she joined the group if you would have told me that she would be the one that would kept them like afloat and like me in in the like on the card even like i'd have been like yeah right she's it's really elevated her she's done a good job with that gimmick yeah and i picked her and i was wrong i picked a lot of this card i noticed and I was right on someone, but I picked a lot of this card with my heart, not my head. Is, hey, you know, that's okay. With okay. my Julia Hart. That's okay. I picked. I picked her as well, Brandon. I, I really thought they were gonna. Uh, Who did I pick? Yeah, I, mean, I don't even remember. Uh, you had um, Statlander. I mean, she hadn't lost since well, over a year, so it's just like. Yeah. I mean, they they made a point to and and but maybe they, you know Statlander kind of said that I watched Collision Day and she kind of said she's kind of that's her thing now I guess is she's the streak ender so bingo. She's she's the defeater of the undefeated. Yeah, she, she claims yeah. she's defeater because she beat Jade twice. So that's where I think they're going with stat. I think you can use Jade's star power that she had in AEW and say what you want about Jade. She put stat over twice before she left. And that, yeah. that, that speaks a lot about Jade. So she put stat over twice. Use that for stat now. Let her be the defeater of the undefeated. She needs to not lose for a long time. Let her be that dominant force now. Build up that TBS championship, but you got to have some story into it. Well, These the, open challenges have to stop. This, the problem is, too, Kyle, is you have a, a champion of the main belt that doesn't defend it that's like, you know, a placeholder. I know we kind of talked about that that was, we didn't really like the move of putting Soraya with the title. Like, somebody needs to take that off of her now. We need, we need. It, it, at least stat defends it, but it's an open right. challenges all the time. Like yeah. let's, let's get some story. Let's build a feud like this Julia Hart thing. It, it was only for a couple of weeks, but at least they did some type of build to it. And I think that's the issue with the women's division, Brett, where well, you were talking, well, there's only one women's match. There's Who no else story. would you have put on the card for yeah. what? I mean, just to put them on the card. That, yeah. I mean, there's that's, and I would that's rather that problem. though. I know I'd rather that though. They need to get those girls some matches. I mean, I, uh, but I agree with you that the story building for the women is kind of lacking. Um, and, and they have in the wings, you know, they, they showed her a couple, was it last pay-per-view where Mercedes Monet was there? I yeah, mean, she'll, she'll be coming in and she'll help out, but 
it doesn't matter who you have in that division if you don't do anything with them. Like you have to put them in something that's meaningful. Them just going out there doing open challenges and and nothing matches is not going to build them up. And do we see Beth Phoenix? Hmm. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't count it out, but I don't I know. Didn't, I didn't even think of it. That never crossed my mind. But I mean, you know, where hubby goes, I follows. That would mean it's possible. Yeah, I don't know. There's just some, there's interesting things. I wish they would build it up. And, and I know right now there's not a way to do it, but I wish you know, the women need a tag title, tag belts, but you got to have enough women you're building and have some storylines with it. It's and it's to me it's a shame because they do a great job of building storylines like throughout the other characters, but it seems like they just have really hard trouble like building these women's storylines for some reason. I don't know why. I just I just feel like there's never really anything that's you know you had the the Jade one where she was you know just beat everybody you know that was her gimmick. Um, I think the best one they had was when Britt Baker was kind of um, the champ when she had her DMD gimmick and you had some of the great and even with the outcast was interesting but they've kind of just you know they kind of just blew that up all of a sudden and and brit's been off tv for a little bit and, and i i just don't know where it's going and i'm, I'm interested i, I love what tony storm's doing i love what tony oh, the, storm is doing not a thing that's that's cool oh my gosh she's killing it she's, well, she's crushing it and she's so and she's so over but they they wouldn't. They didn't put her over on. And man, that would have been perfect to put her over in that match, but they gave it to Soraya because it was in London. Yep. Tony's so. all about his moments. Tony Khan loves his moments. That's why I was honestly surprised they didn't put the TNT title on Darby Allen because it was in Seattle. Like I figured that they would just do that because it was Tony Khan given moments. Same thing. They gave Eddie, Eddie Kingston the win at Grand Slam. It was well, in New York. If I'd have known that. That swerve was from Seattle. I would have probably went with him. I didn't know that at the time. Technically but, from Tacoma. Well, I guess it's from right Washington, outside of him. So yeah. um, I didn't know that at the time. Um, the next match is where it really started picking up for me. Uh, the four-way uh, tag team match. Um, I had the guns. I'm really angry they didn't. The guns are on fire right now. I, I know what they're trying to do. We're going to see FTR and Young Bucks again. Like, I'm, I don't know. I mean, they're both great in the ring, but how many times do we have to see them over and over? Um, and the guns have been so hot. I just thought, man, FTR, the guns, give it to me now. Um, but that's not the way Tony wanted to go. So what do you guys think about how this was uh, scripted? I thought it was a good match. I picked uh, the Lucha Brothers because I, I was like uh, like you. I was wanting something different because we've seen the Young Bucks a lot. I was hoping the guns, but I just didn't think. And then uh, – I. I, I, I put when I sent you my picks, I said I almost went with Hook and Orange because that would have been different. But even though they're not even really a tag team, I don't like they just kind of got thrown in here. But I, I thought this was a good match. But I was when you know when this match was announced, I'm expecting banger like four and a half stars. Like I'm expecting just a, a like a match of the year type candidate, and it was far from that. Like I enjoyed the match because you had four great teams in there, eight great wrestlers, but I was expecting a lot more from this match. And then uh, I think Ray Phoenix got hurt again as well. I think I yeah. heard that. So that they probably hurt some of the spots they had planned, I'm sure. And he's uh, one of the 27, 21 champions. So, <laughs> I, yeah. Um, I, 
I mean, I, I enjoyed the match. It was fun. It was entertaining. Uh, you're not going to have a bad match with all these men in the ring. Like, they, it was – I'm like you, Brett. I picked the guns. I wanted – I think they took the titles off the guns way too soon when they took them off of them. I, wanted, I would like to see them get a little run with it. Well, they're, um, they're even hotter now than they were then. I know. I know. That's what I'm saying. But, hmm. but and I'm, again, like you, FTR, Young Bucks, yes, it's going to be a great match. We know that. But what are we doing here? And, and when, when is this going to happen? And we're going to have to wait till full gear to see this? That's oh, like a month and a half away. We're going to have to build what, this up for a month. Says, what more, what more it, build can you do with FTR and Young says, Bucks? It just says future title opportunity. It doesn't say when. But full gear is in LA, so mm. I would assume uh, back to the moment that you would want to give the Bucks the titles in LA. But I don't know. I it was a fun match. It was entertaining. It it, it did its job. Um, I just don't understand the decision I'm having the Young Bucks win. But I, we'll be we'll be entertained with the FTR Young Bucks match it whenever was, it happens. And it's because that's the only way they can give them another shot at the titles, I guess, because they earned it, right? Sure. I guess. <laughs> Um, that's five. Uh, Swerve Strickland over Hangman Adam Page. Uh, this was a really good match, guys. I enjoyed this one very much. Um, again, I didn't know Swerve was from the area, or I would have picked him. Um, I had Adam Page. Um, you got to do your research, Brett. You got to do your research on these wrestlers. You know, I didn't have time, <laughs> Mister Owens. <laughs> I, I I run this thing called NetSN, and it takes up a lot of time. Um, I, I don't see why. I don't know either, but it, it sure does. And Sundays, most of the days, is my get things ready for the weekday. And, um, yeah, I just – I was looking through the match, and I haven't been caught up on my wrestling, so that really probably hurt me. I probably would have known yeah. that it was going to be in hometown if I had you know, been watching and caught he, up. He talked about it in some of his promos. You would have – yeah. But that's okay. It's all right. Hey, we, nobody's keeping tabs. Yeah, except y'all. Uh, okay i couldn't i couldn't top my last my our last show that we had when i had 17 out of 18 you know it's got to even itself out eventually yeah. so you know it, it got me this week so that's okay it was a really good match though i enjoyed it even though my man didn't didn't get the w um i really like what swerve like since he's joined the mogul embassy um it, it's been good for him like he it's it's been like i don't like the prince he's annoying but I mean, he's a character. I know, I know. He, but again, their little group. I, I liked what they've got going with it. It's, it's they've done a good job with that, and it, it's made Swerve relevant. I, I don't know why we haven't seen Keith Lee and Swerve yet. I don't understand. Like, are they just you know just act like they weren't ever tag team partners and they broke up, and it's just I keep waiting for that. But either way. I enjoyed this match um, very much. You know, uh, you talked about picking the swerve, you know. Well, not every Seattle person won. We'll get to that later. But, you know, because there, there, there was one that lost, and uh, we'll get to that later. But but for the most part, they, they got the home hometown people over. Even, uh, Te even Technically two, because Nick Wayne's from Seattle too, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. So technically two of yeah. them lost. That's true. So See, so, see, so Seattle was only two and two. Did he really lose, though, Kyle? <laughs> we'll get to that we'll get to that <laughs> but uh man brett so you know originally when prince and anna came i was like i'm gonna hate this guy i thought he was gonna be like sanjay dutt part two and i was gonna not like him and then he started doing the 
the swerve serve when I drive dance, and he just—I mean, he's he's so over right now. Like he 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 is over. Swerve is over. Not just in Seattle; it's everywhere. Like uh, I was talking to Diggs about you know at Grand Slam, he said the biggest pop of the night was for Prince Nana. He said it was just you know that guy is just over and swer- swerve too. And you know you talk about swerving Keith Lee. Uh, once MJF gets done with Adam Cole, we're get we gotta get swerving MJF. Uh, we 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 gotta get swerving some title pictures, and uh, you know that I, I love what Swerve is doing right now. I was a really big win with Hangman last night. Uh, it was a great match. Uh, the he did the moonsault, which is and then the dead eye on the stairs was just brutal. We saw worse there. I was about to say, but that wasn't even the worst. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we man. saw worse later in the night, but that was that was brutal. Uh, the, the 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 wrist stomp by a Swerve looked like. It was just some, uh, it just some crazy, and, uh, and the the thing, yeah. The doctors are uh, tending to Hangman, and Swerve gave no f's about that, and he did that stomp there, and it was just a heck of a match. And I was glad Swerve won because you know every time Hangman's in a match, you feel like he's going to win. Uh, AW loves Hangman, and because he's he's been a great worker for them. He's been a day one, you know, he was in the title match the very first show they had. He's 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 one of their favorites. So every time he's in a match, you feel like Hangman's going to win. And so I was really glad to see what they did with Swerve, uh, whether it be his hometown or not. I just uh, – I like I like where they're going with Swerve. And, I, I, you know, I was upset when he WWE got rid of him. And, you know, he didn't hang around like the rest of his group. And now they got kicked out again. But he uh, he went to AEW and he's – Top he's dollar is a, is a free yeah. agent. Yeah. But Swerve's taking off, so. I – I love the match. Uh, this was the match I was most looking forward to on the card. Um, I think they did an excellent job of building it up, and it made sense. Swerve wants the opportunities that Hangman's been given. And whether he's earned them or been given them, whatever, Swerve wants those opportunities. And um, I, I love that storyline, and I think he earned it. I think he's earned it. I think Swerve needs to be in a title discussion. Hey, you good news take- for you guys. There's a lot of titles he can be in discussion for. Well, we meaning meaningful titles. Um, I don't, but it's too early to take the title off of MJF. Um, so I really don't know. Maybe give him the TNT title, uh, set up some type of program where he gets into that. But love what Swerve's doing, love the attitude. Um, I'm just a big fan of Swerve, big fan of Hangman, too. And both of them killed it in the ring. Excellent match. Uh, it lived up to to all the hype that the, I had given it. What about the international title? That one's a, a good would be a good one. No, for him. no, because who has that now? Ray Phoenix. Yeah. Um, yeah. So again, who which, has that now? Which is which is funny because is I think the title? only reason, yeah, the only reason they gave it to Ray was because Moxley got concussed, and yeah. now Ray has it with something wrong with his shoulder. So maybe, well. Maybe that's the title Swerve goes at. Because honestly, I think there's another person going after the TNT title. He just arrived on the scene. He doesn't need a title, though. He doesn't, but I think it would, I mean, I don't know. We'll get to it. Okay. Um, Next match was Ricky Starks over Wheelie Yuta. Man, this was a, this was a good match here, guys. I, I like Ricky Starks. Um. He's got a rock rock vibe to him, like he's got that kind of that, like the old, uh, like the old heel rock kind of character. Um, it wasn't my favorite match on the card, but I liked it. it was hard hitting, um, and I think that 
Starks, I would say, I want to see what they're going to do with him because they've put him with Big Bill as his muscle, and it's kind of an interesting duo. Um, I always liked him in uh, um, Enzo in uh, WWE. Um, I really like that that group, and, and I think you maybe can't teach that. that. That's right, but I think Ricky Starks could be the Enzo for for Big Bill. Um, so I'm interested to see what they do with him. Speaking that right, the guy from the I don't I don't know much about that the righteous group that faced him, Jeff. That one dude from the righteous looks like a an older Enzo, and that's all <laughs> I ever see. But uh, this match, I, I it was okay. I just I knew I picked I knew Ricky was going to win. It was uh, not the best part of the match. Uh, this one and then uh, probably the yeah the next one too was that they had Moxley on commentary because he can't wrestle right now. I like I thought he added something cool to the commentary. You know, you don't always like wrestlers on commentary like. Because uh, well, WWE gets real cheesy when they do it, but uh, with Moxley, it was it really added something to it. But uh, uh, just yeah, Rick, I knew Ricky was going to win. I didn't think there was much to this match. It was just a good match. Uh, two 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 pretty good wrestlers. As a play by play guy, I got annoyed with Moxley because he kept <laughs> talking over everybody. So, um, <laughs> but I, I wouldn't. I but, don't know how that is. Like when you're when you're doing a call and then the. the color guys talking over you yeah the worst it is the most annoying thing so that but but then I, I thought about tweeting that out and then I said to myself who's gonna tell John Moxley to not talk you know what I mean like who's gonna be the guy to tell him that so Moxley has free reign but for me I, I did enjoy what he added I just thought he was talking too much at, at some points and where he could have just being quiet, let the let let uh, Excalibur or Taz or somebody else call it, and then him add it to it. I just didn't like yeah. him talking over everybody. But um, as far as the match goes, it was um, I think it could have been saved for a dynamite. It didn't feel like a pay per view match to me. Um, but I love Ricky Starks, and for everybody who thinks that uh, or who doesn't like the swap from AEW to WWE, better watch out because I bet you in maybe. Two, three, four years, Ricky Starks ends up in WWE. So, for those that don't like that, or Tony Khan's going to have to break out the Brinks truck to keep Ricky Starks in AEW. But one way or the other, I think at some point his character is—he's solid on the mic and he's got yes. good char character skills. Yeah, yeah I, I love Ricky Starks. I think he's great. And Wheeler Yuta is a great wrestler. So uh, mm -hmm. he has zero charisma, but he is a great wrestler. But he's so. when they put him with BCC, it's such such elevated him. Yeah. Like, that was a good move. It was a good match, but I, I could have done without it. All right. Uh, match of the night for the next one for me. Um, Danielson over Zack Sabre Jr. Guys, the, I want to say the, the way ever the match was orchestrated, every counter, every little move, um, there was, it lived up to every, and this could been this could be a five star match. I don't know if Diggs would give it a five star match. There's probably too many kickouts, but um, I mean, man, I just I love Zack Saber Jr. and I knew it was going to be a good one. Putting him in the ring with Danielson, two just excellent wrestlers. Like I don't even have to describe all what I saw. Like some of the things I saw I was like wow, they just did that? Like, just the counters after counter, and they would, you know, 
one would do a move, the other one would counter it with some kind of pin combination, and they flip over into a, a submission hole. I'm like, whoa! I just, I just was in awe the whole match, honestly. Yeah, it was uh, great. Me and Kyle and I tweeted. Uh, well, it would have been right at the same time, but I was having internet problems. But and we both tweeted something similar about this match, and uh, I said it was just. Uh, technical wrestling masterclass. I mean, it was just, it was just pure artwork there. I mean, they just too, you know, they, they told you all along it was a dream match and it was one of Danielson's dream match. And they, you know, they're really playing up, you know, he's about to retire for his daughter and there's matches he wants to do. And this was one of them uh, in his hometown against uh, one of the, you know, one of the greatest technical wrestlers in the world, but Danielson uh, still out to prove and might probably did it last night that he, that he is the best until someone says otherwise. And uh, that was just, it was just fun to watch it. You didn't need the high flying and the, you know, some matches you do need that and certain things you didn't need any extra. You didn't need anybody else out there. Uh, it, you know, the only, the only person you had out there was Moxley and uh, he, he, he had his, his colorful commentary at times and that added to a little bit, but it was just, you could have not even had commentary for this match and it would have been, you could just watch these guys wrestle for hours and it was, it was fun. I I enjoyed it. It was it was art in its purest form. You know, they say like soccer matches. Soccer is a beautiful sport. Like when it's played the right way, it's a beautiful Lionel Messi, Cristiano Ronaldo. When you have these great soccer clubs that go out there and you see just the elegance in and just the the beautifulness of what's happening on the pitch, you're just like, man, this that was beautiful to watch. And that's how it was in, in, in that match last night. Those two, I could have watched them wrestle for 60 minutes. I mean, that was, it was phenomenal. Um, it's, it's not match of the night for me just because I enjoyed like the swerve hangman match because it had that build and then it delivered on that build in the match. So that's the only reason it's it's not match of the night for me. But with that being said, you could give it five stars and I would be completely okay with it. Like it was, it was phenomenal. For you, that was the theme throughout the night. I got annoyed with that too, but I I got just like the Moxley thing. I got over it. It was what it was. Like I've 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 come to accept it. So, um, but it was excellent. I mean, it, the. Anytime you someone asks you why you like pro wrestling, you show them that match. Like that, that is it. That is, give me that every time, inject it into my veins. I love it. Like that is it. Well, I, main reason why I like those kind of matches because you know how you can watch uh, matches over and over and it's like the same old stuff over and over and over. Like when you can do something like this and it's different and you don't know what to expect, like, you know, Roman Reigns match, for instance. I like Roman Reigns, but you know you're going to get a a spear. You know you're going to get the um, the body slams, the, those kind of moves on him. You, you go, you got the Superman punch. Same things every time. Like with Danielson, it seems like depending on who he wrestles, he does he wrestles a different match. Um, and and when you put him with someone like Zack Saber Jr., I mean, it was just I I didn't know what to expect. And so that, to me, makes me more intrigued because a lot of times you can tell when the match is going to be. I didn't really know it was going to be over. I didn't know how they're going to end it because they can do so many different moves. They could do a submission move. Um, I thought it was interesting. 
and I don't know if this is going to lead to another match, but the handshake at the end. You know, Danielson stuck his hand out. Zack Sabre Jr. Didn't, didn't do it. He he left the ring. So maybe some another match or two in the in the works. Maybe I don't know. Uh, I don't know about that. I think it's just Zack Sabre Jr. playing up his prick type character of not wanting to. No matter how he he respects Danielson, but he's not going to show him that. Um, Jeremy, did you see the message? Jeremy is 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 tuned in. He says the lighting was too bad to be a five star. It's question. Oh. <laughs> the lighting was too bad. Oh my gosh! Hold on, let's throw that up there. You know, Jeremy Hubbard. <laughs> I uh, yeah. I mean, it's it was to your point. It was you never knew when it was going to end, and I think it's kind of the Steph Curry effect as where you look at somebody like LeBron or Shaq. Normal people aren't built that way. Like you're not. That's you won the genetic lottery when you're, when you're built like that, like you, you got it. But that type of technical Steph Curry is, is a normal human being, normal size. So technical wrestling is something that somebody like me or you could perfect and become a great wrestler. Whereas Luchasaurus, for example, is just brute strength. Like he is, yes, he's talented too, but you get what I'm saying. Like this, yeah. I think there's a, a realism to what Danielson and Saber Jr. did last night to where that's something that people can relate with. Like, oh yeah, we I could I can actually see myself doing that as opposed to doing these moonsaults and all types of other stuff. That's, that's the match. That's the match we need. It's it's Coach Jeremy Hubbard versus Matt Diggs in a in a wrestling match. A technical wrestling match. Yeah. Oh, he's listening to us on the road. He's like the Claudio match is the match of the night for him. Interesting. That's an interesting choice. So, but yeah, I think uh, to me, the match itself, that was the match of the night. It wasn't the moment of the night, obviously, but it was the match of the night. And, and, and you see why this, this could have been the main event, but you see why later, why it wasn't. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I always thought it was going to be the main event. And then when they announced what the other, was was going to be and then you like start putting two and two together but one thing i noticed uh you know uh, aubrey she did a lot of matches last night she did this one and then danielson raised her hand and i didn't realize aubrey was from seattle i found oh, that out that, that i was and, about to ask you why yeah, she did why did yeah that. and also but danielson you know he raised her hand and hugged her afterwards yeah i saw a thing on twitter today she was yeah. crying in the crowd when he retired from wwe in, in in like 2017 oh. and then last night she got to do his mat that match. that's awesome yeah that's awesome it's, it's, i i noticed it i noticed it but i didn't know i had no clue why it was happening and yeah, i could I mean, tell that aubrey was emotional and and brian was emotional too but i know i didn't know at the time i found out today mean, or did she seem like she refereed a lot of matches like that's what i was saying a, a ton. But, but then i saw she was from seattle so it made sense but she yeah she did a lot of matches last night like I felt like every match she was in, uh, just it was like every time I turned around, she was in every every match. Well, I know I saw Bryce Rimsberg a couple times. I, I, I still thought it was funny, you know, Bryce Rimsberg. There was one match he had the gloves on before it even started because uh, uh, someone was. It might have been Darby was bleeding before the match even started. But well, somebody has to take up the uh, Moxley role. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, match eight, the Don Callis family over Jericho 
and the Golden Elite. Um, I really like this match, guys. Um, saw some good stuff in this match. I had the Don Callis family just because they're going to keep dragging this thing out. And Jericho has just joined the fray. So they're not going to, they want to continue this out um, a little longer. Um, I thought it was cool to have uh, Omega and Jericho on the same team. Um, you know, they've been at each other since the very beginning of AEW. And they kind of talked about that. And the whole thing with Sammy joining the Don Callis family. And uh, that was surprising to me. I didn't see that coming. Um, they they really did a really good job of kind of planning that out. Um, but overall, I, I, I'm excited to see where this is going to go. Um, and who they going to, did y'all notice the ring, the ring picture, how they had callous, like it was almost like the last supper picture and they had Callis's face and they had, I'm so I'm interested to see who, whether, what other faces they're going to add to the Don Callis family here. Yeah. I don't know where they're going with that, but, uh, I thought it was, I thought it was a good match. Uh, I, I expect, I, you know, picked this and I expected Sammy to get the pin and he did. Uh, I just figured how how this story's gone. I was like, this is gonna be a Sammy win, and because uh, this is his this is his time, not not technically on his own, just but away from Jericho. You know, first time since he's been in AEW that him and Jericho aren't together, even though he's still in a group. But this is his first time to kind of shine on his own. And uh, but the, uh, the other takeaway is every time I watch Osprey and Takeshita, I love them more each time. Osprey especially, but Takeshita, he's I mean. He's special. Like when he, the first couple times I saw him wrestle, I was like, I don't like just because the way they were using him at the time. But the, since he's been with Don Callis, it's been uh, it's been it's been awesome. And uh, I'm you know one of the, a lot of times these stories you just want them to end. This one can keep going because they've added so many layers to it. You can keep going for a while. Did Did you guys see the the kayfabe picture on Twitter of Kenny Omega was the one doing that recording? I heard it was AI generated. Oh, did you? Okay. I have no idea. I it it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, they're these people are friends outside of the rest uh, outside of the ring. Like I just thought it was funny that somebody you know would spot them and, and record them doing it. I, was just... I I I really enjoyed this match. I I love Takeshita. I love Osprey. That's why I I told you, Brett, when when I made the pick, I said I'm picking the Callis family. I love Will Osprey. Like I'm going, I'm I'm choosing with Will Osprey. You don't have to lie to us. You know you love Don Callis. Come I on, I cannot stand the entrance music for this team. I, wish, I don't understand why they can't get him some better entrance. Is it just to annoy uh, people? Is his entrance music so terrible? I'm sure to be a troll, to be a heel. I did like that. I did like after the pin, we got to hear Semi Guevara. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I love the match. So Takeshita. One thing he needs to work on is his release German suplexes. He keeps dropping people on the top of their head, and that is going to end very badly one day. Yeah, yeah, that was a that was a nasty one. Both I mean, of them. Omega landed hard, and then Ibushi landed Ibushi, the worst. I thought, I thought Ibushi was was uh, yeah. done for. Like I thought, I thought he wasn't coming back in. So I, I as much as I love Takeshita, he needs to needs to work on that a little bit, but. Overall, hard-hitting match. Takesha's strikes seem so vicious. I just, goodness gracious. It was a hard-hitting match. It was fun to watch. And uh, I think we are not done with this this uh, six people intertwining. I think this will continue probably all the way until full gear, if, I'm, uh, if I was a betting man. 
or well, whatever major dynamite show they well, have they, coming up. They kind of talked about, I don't know if it was on the show or on the a previous episode of, of Dynamite or Collision, but how Kenny Omega was 0-4 against Don Callis at all time, like when, he, he, when they get Don Callis on another team. He hasn't won since Don Callis left him. And that's the that's kind of the story they're building. He hadn't, but in in all seriousness, Kenny's putting a lot of people over in this time by taking these L's because he could take he could he could lose the rest of the year. He's still Kenny Omega. Like he's still he's still he's got still that Kenny by God Omega. Yeah, yeah. So, um, it, but yeah, it's interesting the storyline they're building with. So, but my question is, who does he beat in the Don Callis family to get that win? Is it going to be? Is he going to get his win back over Osprey? He's going to get a win back over Takeshita. Like, who does he beat? Maybe he has to climb the ladder. Maybe he goes one at a time after him. I don't know. It'll be interesting. That's, but I'm excited to see where they go with it. All right, match nine: FTR over Aussie Open. Um, man, I I, I love FTR, um, but I love Aussie Open. I think this is a good match. I didn't. The main problem I had with this match was I knew who was going to win before it started. Um, I think we all picked FTR, we, and we did. Um, but as far as the quality match, FTR doesn't put on bad matches. Um, and Aussie Open is they're they're really good as well. They're I mean, of course, um, they're in there with Osprey as part of his group. Um, they're not they're not with Osprey, but they're really they're really solid in the ring. Those guys can work. Um, and I really like this match. It, problem is, it took it took place in a in an interesting spot, kind of between two really good matches. So it was kind of like I don't know, but I still liked it. I still think it was a really good match. Um, I'm interested to see if we just I guess we're heading back FTR Young Bucks after the ha- what happened before. But I really wish they would have someone new for them to feud that that is actually legit contender that I actually think has a chance of taking these belts off um, besides the Young Bucks. There's so many good tag teams in AEW, um, and I feel like that that there's somebody else that deserves a shot at this uh, this title. Ozzy, 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 oh, 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 nah, they're uh, they're great. I I picked FTR last night, but I wouldn't be surprised to see. I mean, it'd be cool to see Aussie Open get it and them face the Young Bucks. But uh, I I thought it was a pretty good match. Like you said, it was in a tough spot of the night. But it was a it was a good match, uh, and uh, I thought it was cool. Aussie Open did the Shatter Machine, and then I actually missed. Yeah, my internet. That's when it started uh, glitching out a little bit. Is when FTR did the Shatter Machine to win it. Like I saw them go up top, and then all of a sudden they're previewing the final, the main event. Oh no! <laughs> you could still hear the FTR music in the background. So it's like, okay, you know they won, but I knew they were gonna win. But I, I thought it was a pretty good match. I uh, was on call this weekend at work, and right about this time, right about the time this match started to pick up steam for me, is when I got a phone call. So I missed the rest of this match. So uh, I really have no opinion on it. Um, I know FTR won. Um, I'm sure it was a, a fine match. It was. It was a solid match. Um... Let's talk about the main event, guys. Uh, Christian Cage defeats Darby Allen, but that's not really what we probably are going to end up talking about here is the aftermath. Um, I've kind of figured that we'd have outside interference. It is a Christian match. Um, 
did not think that Nick Wayne would turn on Darby Allen and hit him with the belt and lead to the win for Christian Cage. Guys, I kind of I kind of had flashbacks when they started pulling the the ring apron off and and you know making and taking the padding and stuff off. I don't know if you guys watch NXT back when Gargano and Ciampa had those classic matches. They had a match where that that happened. And I don't know, some of those hits, I mean, I don't care how careful you are. If you land on lumber, that hurts. Um, the step spots in this match, oh, my gosh. I thought Darby's arm broke on one because he, like, he caught it with his arm, and then he was holding it. I was like, oh, my goodness. I think his arm just got broken there. Is I just – there was some – some interesting spots. I don't know how long Darby Allen is going to be a, a professional wrestler, um, but he he may be one of those. And I don't I don't mean to sound gruesome. He may be one of those just that dies in the ring. I, I, it, the things that he does in these matches. I mean, I love watching it, but it's so gruesome. Like it scares me every time he goes out there. I don't know about you guys. It, you know, it's, I I didn't know who Darby Allen was like until watching AEW, but like I, I remember watching early uh dark side of the oh no it wasn't was it there was dark side of the ring and there was another show that used to come on like that same channel and there darby allen was on there but i didn't know who he was but he always he was they'd show him do these crazy spots on there and then i saw him in AEW, was like oh that's that guy from that would do all that crazy stuff and then he comes to AEW, does it too so i mean he's he's all over the place this match i thought was uh that was a really good good match i i, I know when it was announced as the main event kyle i know Kyle's not a big on Christian in the in the year twenty twenty three. Time out. No, no, no. Brett's the you, one that doesn't like that. I, oh, I'm Brett, a fan yeah, of Christian. I will say I now though that they fixed it at least. At least he is actually the champion now. So I'm not it's not as big a deal. Like the whole that was what bothered me about the Christian. That's what it was. Okay, I remember now. Like, I knew I knew me and Diggs were both on the same Christian set, but it's, it's Brett that wasn't but so yeah, when he was announced as the main event, I know you probably were a little uneasy there, but uh, I thought it was a really good match. I thought just that, and they told a great story during the match because uh, you know the old, the one thing I just I didn't like that the commentary kept bringing up so it was like Christian said he was going to win it by wrestling, and there it wasn't much just pure wrestling. It was hey we're gonna which a Darby Allen match isn't going to be like that, and uh, it was pure just the was the this finish. a no was this a no DQ match. No. So that's one thing that bothers me about this match. But the stairs so, never count as the stairs never count as DQ. But, but it should. I, yeah, but I've never understood can that. You yeah, but, the, can you pull the padding up off the ring and that's legal? That's it's not a weapon. Um, and the ref and the ref technically didn't see him do it because he was tending to Darby. Oh, so the they just happened to turn around and yeah, the yeah. ring was all pulled up and hey, it just did it on its own. You can't punish somebody if you don't see him do it. You know what I mean? And and this match also, uh, they've been doing this in wrestling a lot lately. Is uh, you know, uh, getting the getting family members involved. As I, I watched uh, last week's NXT today, they did that their day. They had the Chad Gable's family in WWE a couple weeks ago, and then in this one, Nick Wayne's mom. You saw her early in the night. Christian mentions her every week, and in this match, they really they really kept going back to her. Christian thought he was going to get a little 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 something something there, and then uh, she threw his drink drinker. And so that, and also the way she reacted at the end, Nick Wayne not only turned on 
Darby Allen, but it looked like he turned on his mom because she wasn't she wasn't happy. So, uh, but uh, and he and he's he's all he's still young enough where he may get grounded. So, oh no! <laughs> Listen, after after seeing Nick Wayne's mom, I don't blame Christian for the way he's been talking. Um, anyway, but, but buddy, buddy did well for him. Buddy did, buddy did well. Congratulations, buddy. Um, I enjoyed the match. Uh, I thought it was great. Fantastic main event. I am genuinely concerned about Darby Allen's health. Like yeah. I, genuinely concerned because every match that he's in, he goes 1000% balls to the wall in everything he does. And I love him for that. But my gosh, man, these, some of these spots are unnecessary. Like that's, and I don't know if y'all noticed this watching it. It looks like, first off, it looks like the steps were too far away from the, from the ring. And Christian, the first time, I think he noticed that. He noticed they were too far, and he hesitated and then just dropped him on the apron or mm-hmm. on the floor, which I was like, oh, okay. He noticed that that was not going to work out. Thank God he didn't throw him on the stairs. Then I guess Darby got in his ear and said, what are you doing? Throw me through those stairs. <laughs> and, but you could even tell the second time Christian hesitated. He's like, all right, and choked him. And that's when Darby made that nasty landing that they just had to show – four or five replays of from oh. every angle. Just oh. disgusting. Um, I I legitimately thought he was hurt. Like, the way they kept showing the replay, I was like, well, yeah, he's – and then once Christian kept pulling up the ring, I'm like, okay, he's just buying time for – but, I, I mean, it played into the match. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm genuinely concerned for Darby. There's no – he's 30 years old, and he will be done wrestling by 33 at the rate he's going. Like, that – it. it and I, I don't want that to happen to him. I think he offers more to the business than doing these death-defying stunts week in and week out. But overall, the match was great. Um, Nick Wayne. Don't understand the Nick Wayne angle. I'm going to need a good explanation on Dynamite Wednesday because this man, Christian, first off, you faced Luchasaurus in the pre-show. So you already have beef with that group. If you were going to join – so what happened in the three hours after that? You know what? Christian's not that bad of a guy. I think I'll join him. Like he's been talking about your mom week in and week out, talking about your dead dad, your uncles, all this other stuff. He's been tormenting you. What out of that is like, you know what? I'm going to turn on Darby Allen and join that guy. That's been making my life a living hell. Like that makes no sense. Luchasaurus beat it into him. He realized, man, <laughs> Lucha, he, he was a great father, father of the year figure to this guy. I need the father of the year. <laughs> it's just logically, it makes no sense. So I'm going to need them to explain it Wednesday on why Nick Wayne decided to turn on Darby. Like, what happened? What happened from pre show to main event that made you turn on Darby? And I really got worried for a second. I thought Edge was going to do the concerto, and I was like, no, Edge, don't do that. Don't. Oh. And then he smacked Nick Wayne. I said, thank God. I did not want I did not want to see Edge turn heel the moment he stepped in AEW. So, um, but yeah, that was that was the biggest pop of the night, Edge, Adam Copeland. The vignette, the little vignette they had with him in the car, it was so sweet. I, I figured it was him from when he walked in and got in the car, but then when he was driving and not, he drove past Rated R, I was like, okay, here we go. Adam Copeland. The great thing is that, uh, we got Metalingus too. We weren't sure he had right side. But did you notice they had to dub over the Rob Zombie? The, yeah. They had you to change you know the me. You Think You Know Me. Yeah. yeah. And I thought they were even going to change the word. I think it was going to be like, You Think You Knew Me or 
I thought he was going to say something different, but he still said, but it was still, but they had to dub over that, but still got to use Metalingus. So that was awesome. Yeah. I saw where Edge posted on Twitter afterwards and he said that uh, one of the points, it was like five different tweets, but one of the, the things he said was that Alter Bridge goes wherever he goes. Like Alter Bridge goes with him. So okay. they, WWE didn't own the rights to the music. All right. So it was. And, and they also got rated R Superstar, which was awesome. Which is neat. Yeah. But rated R era shirts are already on the yeah. shop.com. It's now rated R Adam Copeland because WWE yeah. does own Edge. Yeah. So. <laughs> but they can still call him the Radar Superstar. So yeah. that's, I mean, I don't know. If you're WWE, how do you let that happen? I mean, they're usually really good about that kind of stuff. Did you just think that, do you think they just thought he would never leave? I mean, he's already a Hall years. of Famer. Yeah, I mean, he's yeah. already a Hall of Famer. I, I, I kind of. They thought he was never going to wrestle again. So. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Mm. I guess mm-hmm. that would slip through the through the cracks. You know, Vince has a lot to go deal with right now with all these sexual assault cases and 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 all this other legality stuff. He that slipped through the cracks. Ooh, that's a tough one to slip through the cracks. AEW is going to make a lot of money on merch. Yes, yes, they are. I mean, not that they wouldn't anyway, but. The way they got to keep basically everything except Edge, they got. Yeah, which is essentially the same thing that happened with Cody Rhodes when he went to WWE. They they just took everything from AEW and put it in WWE with their production. Yeah. So well, when he, which, when he finally got his name. They finally gave him his name because he was Cody for a while. He didn't have yeah. the Rhodes name. They finally gave it to him, and he ended up going back to WWE. So now he's got that. I guess he owns that. He can go wherever he wants to with it now. Yeah, I've never understood copywriting someone's name. Like, what? no, that's my name. Like, well, it's because his name is not Rhodes, it's actually Runnels in real life. Right, but I mean, that like, was the I'm, part he didn't own. I don't know. I'm talking about other wrestlers that have used their real name, like had to copy, like John Cena, for example. Like his name's copyrighted in WWE. Like he could go in somewhere else and be. He could go name. somewhere else and use it, but WWE is still gonna get they're still tied in with his name. Like they are a part of his name, which is, I've always found that weird that you could do that with your personal name. Yeah. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Yeah. Great show. Yeah, I think it was. I mean, we talked about it, we, you know, and coming in, we're like wrestle dream. Okay. What's the car going to be like? And we got the first five matches and I already could tell just from those five, that was going to be a really good show. But I think it was, a, I mean, overall it wasn't like, the best show I've ever seen, but it was very, a very good uh, show. And in the ending was one of the best of the year, I think, with with the surprise of bringing on Adam Copeland, aka Edge. And even though there was a lot of matches, this wasn't in like a, a normal AEW where it was like super long. Like it was mm-hmm. done before eleven. Yeah, like, it was. Uh, I, I, I was, you know, you think you said the car, and you're like, oh, it's gonna go all night. And uh, but it was, it was a well, very efficient show, and. Uh, and, you know, you were tuned in the whole time. You know, once you it had you there, you didn't want to leave. So I was I was very pleased with the pace of the show. I think it was paced well. Um, I'm like you, Brandon. I, when I saw the car, I said, "Golly, man, I got to be up for work. I got to be at work <laughs> at six o'clock Monday morning. This thing cannot go till midnight. Like I don't need this happening." But it was it was very well paced. Um, I don't think any of the matches overstayed their welcome. Like I think. I don't think any of the matches were too short either. Like it was a very Tony Khan does this every pay per view though. He puts on banger pay per views. That's what he does. His his episodic television series may not be the greatest, but his pay per views are going to hit 
every time. So um, not surprised that it was another good one. And I'm looking forward to full gear in November and see what kind of stories we got going on then. Well, I saw multiple people mention that they thought this was AEW's best, second best pay-per-view uh, outside of All Out 2021. I thought that was interesting. My, I think the the pay-per-view, and this was the first pay-per-view, AEW pay-per-view that I watched. And it was, it's been my, it's been the standard. And it was a good one to start on, I realized, because a lot of people hold it as theirs. AEW's Revolution 2022 phenomenal i mean it was outstanding i from top to bottom it was amazing um i haven't had a card that made me feel that way after a show now granted could have been because i was the first aew pay-per-view that i watched but to me that is my my top pay-per-view is revolution 2022 well they've announced that they're going to have one in december they haven't announced the name or anything for it yet i think it's going to be like around uh christmas or new year's eve time um, and New York is the rumor. So we'll see what they end up doing with that. But uh, that'll be after full gear. He may even have the – knowing Tony Khan, he'll have it somewhere near downtown in Times Square right as the ball drops. Like <laughs> the show goes up to midnight, so when the ball drops, the show ends. Huh? Knowing Tony Khan. Yeah, we'll see, I guess. All right. That's Wrestle Dream, a very good uh, first episode, or first pay-per-view for Wrestle Dream. Um, fast lane time, guys. Um, I've got, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. I've got five matches right now on the uh, card for fast lane. Is that what you guys I, have? I saw four, so I'm interested to see what the fifth one is. Okay, so uh, <laughs> Kyle's like, no, I don't know. No, I, um, I I have no idea what's on the card at all, right. all. So I'm I'm gonna surprise you then. Okay, oh, yes. Uh, I saw Kyle's face, and I knew something happened in the football game. He, he saw the alert. Uh, <laughs> so I was like, I was like, Daniel Jones must have did something bad. And he yeah, like ninety-eight yards. Oh, that ninety-eight yard pick six. <laughs> I saw Brett. I, mean, I saw all of Kyle's face. I was like, something just happened. <laughs> so oh, this is God. what this is Kyle's favorite match. Um, he's looking forward to his man Shinsuke Nakamura and oh, Seth freaking Rollins oh. again. For oh. another rematch, your oh. favorite word in WWE, Kyle. Um, last man standing match for the World Heavyweight Championship. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I like what they're doing with Nakamura, but uh, do we want to replay this match again? I know it's a last man standing match, but I'm, uh, I'm, I'm curious of where they're going with this. Um, Honestly, I think they, that Seth needs a break. He's probably injured, and but I don't know this is who it goes over on. So I'm going to stick with Seth Rollins on this one. I'm going to go Seth. Uh, do, is this where we think we finally get a, a senior money in the bank cash in? Because they, um, they, they haven't teased that a lot lately. Maybe this is, well, this is time to surprise senior, us. Senior money in the bank has a match on this pay-per-view as well. That doesn't matter. It, it technically doesn't, but... You know, I don't know. Could be. I don't know. I think he's going to keep it a while, though. They've got that purple briefcase. I see him keeping it maybe for a little bit longer. Yeah, I, I think Seth wins this match. Uh, uh, he'll, uh, but I expect last man standing up. He should be a pretty good one. I'm sure they'll take into effect Seth Rollins' back, you know, because he's 
back has been injured again. They'll, he'll focus on it. Kyle, what are you thinking about this match? Uh, I wish we wouldn't. Had, I wish we didn't just see it a month ago. Uh, I think it'll be a good match. I knew your reaction, Kyle. I just, I, I knew what you were going to say on this. I do think it'll be a good match, though. I am looking forward to the match. Um, uh, the story is going to be Seth's back, and that's what it was last match. And I thought it was a decent match last time. Um, At least it's I, a the, different type of match. It is, and it makes sense because of the story that they're telling with the back. So I don't see them taking the title off of Seth, though. I just I don't see – not for Shinsuke. Not, and no disrespect to Shinsuke. But, um, by the way, shout out Rick Boogs. Nakamura! <laughs> um, no, I don't, see, I don't see him taking the title off Seth, so I'm picking Seth to win it. But it should be a decent match. I just, Like I said, I just wish we wouldn't have just seen this literally a month ago. Yeah, I think if we hadn't seen it a month ago, it would have been, would have been a different story. Um, and I haven't seen the update. I don't know when this happened. But John Cena now has a partner to go up against uh, Jimmy Uso and Solo Sokoa. L.A. Knight. Yeah. Yeah. Jimmy. Um, man, there's no way they have. I mean, how many matches in a row has John Cena lost? I don't think he's won a match Quite since. Quite a few. Uh, I know it's a, maybe well, it's just a singles match streak. Well, I talked about he, he had won a match in like. Three, four, or five years or something. I was about to say because he won. I want to say it was the uh, the last SmackDown of last year when he had a tag match with somebody. I don't remember who it was, but I know it was at Madison Square Garden, and he had like the his only match of 2022 was at uh, the final SmackDown of the year, so he could appear every year. Yeah. Um, I know he won that tag match, but yeah, singles wise, I, I couldn't tell you. But this is a tag match, and his partner. Is L A Knight? Yeah, I'm gonna tell. I'm, I'm gonna, I can't. I can't not go for Cena and, and L A Knight. So I'm. I'm going with them, even though I'm not sure that's the way it's gonna go. But I just. I can't go against my. That's one of. That's like my my old favorite wrestler, and my new one that I'm really. I'm really like to see it on TV. So I'm going with Cena and L A Knight. I'm. I'm gonna go with Cena and L A Knight too, but. uh they're, they're doing some stuff with Jimmy and Solo, so we'll see. Uh, but I'm going to go Cena and L.A. Knight. Yeah, I'm taking Cena and L.A. Knight. L.A. Knight's piping hot right now. There's no way you let him take a loss at this moment. Uh, plus, Roman still absent from television. <laughs> Haven't seen him since SummerSlam. Yeah, I heard so, he's going to be on the October 13th, 13th episode. Yeah. Right, which brings up my point. Jimmy and Solo lose. Because when Roman comes back, he's going to be one pissed off tribal chief. The mm. way Jimmy's been acting, and then if they lose to Cena and LA Knight at a pay per view, Jimmy's not the new tribal chief. That's why he's acting. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy's going to be in for a rude awakening when he gets back. I hey, feel like. Speaking of, speaking of that though, uh, tell me you guys love that the new music though. Oh, Jimmy's yeah, music. Yeah. Oh, it's like I, I love. I it. like his and Jay's. They're both different, but I like both yeah. of them. Yeah. I think Jay, I like Jimmy's better than Jay's. Jay's, Jay's is easier to sing. Jimmy's has a better beat. Jimmy's is better than Jay's is easier to sing. Jay's is basically the Usos beat. Yeah. It's, the, it's the Uso. It's their normal thing. But, yeah. Jimmy but, changed his up completely. I love it's it. Awesome. Yeah. 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 
I do like but, that. I, I thought it was funny though, though they're not. When I watched, I don't know if it was this last Friday. I think I watched the beginning of it and finish it. But he came. They came out, and it was, you know, usually it's Roman Reigns. They all come out to was. They came out to Jimmy's music. It was just interesting coming out. It's like, well, he's kind of acting like he's Roman Reigns now. So if they go and lose this match, that's you're right. Uh, the Tribal Chief is not going to be happy. He is not going to be a happy camper when he returns from wherever the hell he is right now. <laughs> Who knows? He's on the phone. Uh, constantly constantly <laughs> with Paul Heyman and uh, that's another thing uh, Roman's not going to like the way Jimmy's been acting towards Paul Heyman just yeah. completely disregarding Paul snatching microphones from his hand Roman Roman loves Paul I don't care what anybody says him and Paul Heyman are tight so that, that yeah it's going to be it's going to be interesting when Roman finally comes back to work yeah um, match three uh, triple threat match for the WWE Women's Championship. Io Sky versus Asuka versus Charlotte Flair. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Charlotte Flair seems to always be in these matches. Um, I don't know why we, I thought we were going to get Io versus Asuka. And we kind of did the other night. I think I was watching one of the shows they had, they were, they were, they were supposed to be fighting. They had a title match. Uh, the SmackDown I just watched was like two weeks ago. They okay. had a title match. That's where it was from. Is that the they one where the Bailey event. came out and was interfering, and then Charlotte was at the desk yep. and she came over? Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just feel like something. Like, is Bailey just too over the top happy for EO Sky at this point? I don't know. I just feel like there's something weird there going on. I kept thinking they were going to break up originally, but um, I don't know. I'm just I'm not real sold. I don't EO just got this title. So I feel like that there's no way they take it off for right away. I mean, she hasn't had the title for but for a few months. So I'm going to stick with EO Sky here. She's going to retain. Um I think she's going to pin Charlotte and then Oscar her and Oscar still need that that match between the two of them. Yeah, I'm going to go with EO. I think uh, you can't I wouldn't like them taking the title off of her just yet and uh I don't know where they go from here, and uh, they got in. Just they, it's hard. They they don't have you know. Rhea doesn't have a challenger. Uh, if Io wins this, I don't know where they go with that. Uh, Becky's the NXT champion, so it's like they're, the women's division is kind of suffering right now. The SmackDown's got the you know with you got Oscar, Charlotte, and then but Bianca's gone, so the, the women's division needs a jolt, and I don't know where it comes from. Jade Cargill. We'll see. I uh, I I have a fear that they're gonna put this title on Charlotte. Oh. I have a fear that they're gonna do that. I'm I texting you. Want, if it happens, I'm texting you immediately and I, you know. <laughs> I don't want them to. Well, I think if they do that where they, they pin Oscar, so then mm. EO doesn't get pinned and so then she comes back after. I don't know. Oscar's been taking too many pins. I mean that Oscar's been 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 pinned a lot like anytime there's these triple threat matches it seems like oscar gets pinned so i i don't know i the easiest thing to do in my opinion is don't take the title off eo you just gave it to her don't take the title off eo but because that's the most logical and sensical thing to do i'm not so sure that wwe is going to do that but i'm going to pick EO. i'm picking ready for oscar i don't think oscar wins this at all but i'm picking eo 
with a hesitation and concern that Charlotte ends up winning the title somehow. So you're going to go with EO then? Okay. I'm going with EO, but I'm concerned. Okay. EO, Kyle is concerned. Okay. Cop out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we got a six-man tag match. The LWO versus the, I guess, Hurt Profits. What do you want to call them? Um, Bobby Lashley and the Three Profits. So I can't. I can't wait to see what this fifth match is because these are the four matches I've seen, and so I can't wait to see what this fifth match is. Yeah. So I don't know. Logic tells me nothing that the LWO has done makes me think they can beat Lashley and the Street Profits. So I'm going with the Hurt Profits in this one. Is is Mysterio fighting, or is it just is it Santos and Mysterio, Escobar, and either Wild or Del Toro? Uh, so with, okay. with but, Selena Vega, don't forget yeah. Selena Vega. What? Yeah, not that it matters, but uh, it, uh, Bobby and the Bobby and the Street Profits are going to win this one. Uh, that that they, they've done well with them so far, but they haven't. I, I'm tired of seeing them with the LWO. They, let's let's get them to bigger things and. Uh, I do like Bobby with the glasses, and I, I like the suited up. I like the new, the new, the new gear. And instead of solo cups, we got money flying when they come out. But uh, what do you call them? The Street Profits and Bobby will win this one. This will be a not a very good match. I have a uh, prediction here. Is uh, it a prediction or spoiler? A spoiler. Could be a spoiler. Could, uh, but it's a prediction. Okay. I don't think. Because how are they going to do a six-man? Because you're leaving one – the tag team is LWO. So if it's Santos, Cruz del Toro, and the Joaquin Phoenix, that's Legado <laughs> del Fantasma. So that's the three. But if you're doing LWO, you're leaving one of those out. So who do you pick? So I say after the actions that happened uh, this past Friday night, I believe, uh, all my shows are running together, Dragon League is coming up to the main roster this week and he is going to join Santos and Ray and it'll be Santos, Ray and Dragon Lee LWO versus the Hurt Profits. Doesn't matter, Hurt Profits are still winning, but I'm I'm saying Dragon Lee is showing up. All right, interesting theory. I like that. That sounds like a uh CM theory. <laughs> it's a uh it's a theory I have I have heard and I have latched onto. Okay, I like that. I like that. All right. Um, and that fifth match, Brandon. I know you're I'm worried. Drum I'm worried. I'm worried. Um, the tag, I'm awesome. the undisputed WWE Tag Team Championship match, the Judgment Day versus Cody Rhodes and Jey Uso. I haven't seen this, but okay. Um, may have happened this evening while we're on here. Come about. Um, I mean, I don't think about the Judgment Day. I think it's a good match. Why would you put Cody Rhodes and Jay really? I mean, I guess Cody Rhodes and that's helped Jay Uso out. I could see somebody coming out and doesn't like Jay Uso and and you know screwing up this match for them. I just I think the Judgment Day retain here. 
Yeah, I think Judgment Day wins. Uh, yeah, like I said, I didn't know this match was happening, so I wasn't prepared. But uh, I, uh, yeah, I think Judgment Day wins. I don't, I don't, I don't know what they're doing with Jey Uso yet. Because well, eventually it's going to tie back in, and when Roman comes back, and we'll see. You know, he's on a different show, but eventually we get. So do do does Jay and Cody win, and this somehow gets us all back to Cody and Roman at Russell? You know, I I don't know. I'm going to go with the Judgment Day. Uh, I want to add one more thing about the Hurt Prophet thing. Um, what if? Also another prediction. I don't feel as strongly about this one as I do the Dragon Lee, but another prediction. You mentioned Zelina Vega. Jade Cargill shows up for the Hurt Prophets as their uh, as their woman. So, anyway. Uh, Is it her or her or Bianca? I think it'd be Jade right now. Just Bianca because. Not, she's still far away. I don't think you're turning Bianca Hill right now. I think you could bring Jade in as a heel. I don't think Bianca needs to do a heel turn at the moment. Um, uh, are the are the like they're heels? Are the Street and Bobby Hill are they? They they, they Bobby's attacked, a heel, they, but are the Street Profits a heel? Like it's hard to they, tell. They attacked they attacked uh, LWO Ray and Santos after the who are baby faces. They and, are, but, but I think I still I still think Joaquin and the other dudes are heels. So. Nah. They're cool. They're like they're cool, right? Well, they're not very cool, but <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I guess this match did get happen. I saw something on Twitter earlier of Jay Uso in the ring with Judgment Day, so I'm assuming this match did happen tonight. Um, but anyway, uh, I don't think they're taking the titles off Judgment Day. Um, I think there's more story to be told. I think honestly, what's happening is we're setting up for a war games at survivor series with judgment day and um, Cody and Jay and Sammy and KO uh, against judgment day with JD McDonough is what I think is happening at, at war games at survivor series. But to get to that point, we got to get through this and I don't think he's take the titles off judgment day. So they win. All right. Be a couple more. And said, they don't need to. They don't need to. Five is five is good because you can give all those matches plenty of time. I just I didn't say they were. I just said they probably will. You know how that goes. Let's hope not. <laughs> oh man, oh, lots to talk about. We'll uh, we'll come back sometime. Hope we can wrap this uh, fast lane up, guys. Uh, these five that we've got. Here, which one are you looking for? Can I say none? Yeah, I'm looking at it again. I'm looking forward to seeing a lot. So even this stuff is, you know, sometimes I just see. Probably the only thing that comes back that we may see that soon. So, um, I, I mean, I'm not like jumping over just to watch this pay per view like I was the rest of the stream. I think it'll be a soft part with some solid. There's got some that I'm interested in. Where the storylines go. Yeah, I think, I mean, there's, there's some good matches on here. There's just not one that really sticks out to me. Like, there's not one that, like 
going back to AEW, I was looking forward to Swerve and Hangman. Like I, I was going that I wanted to see that match other than any other match. There's nothing on this card that's just really grabbing me where I want to see it. Yeah, I want to see LA Knight. I want to see what the uh, Street Profits do with Bobby Lashley. There's a couple of things I'm interested in seeing, but nothing that just stands out. I do think there's going to be some type of debut or return that's going to pop the crowd um, for Fastlane too. I just don't know what it is, but I think something's going to happen. All right, Brandon, got anything you're looking forward to on this card? No? Uh, we'll see. I, I'll watch it. I, hey, there's no, like, because all the good college football games on Saturday are early in the day. So I, you know, I'll watch it and then we'll see how it goes. I, yeah. I, I, the thing is, the ones you like, WWE is the ones you're not looking forward to that end up surprising you. So, because our expectations are so low. Yeah. Yeah. I think you just compare. I think our problem is this past weekend. We look at this, that card. At least they didn't wow. do it the same weekend this time. Yes. So now we're looking at this one, and I, I'm with you guys. I mean, I I want to see the match. That's just sequel. Delivers like the last couple like that we thought weren't going to be very good ended up a lot better than we thought. So I guess we'll uh, we'll see this week and we'll we're to talk about as we close. You know, I, I kind of wonder what we're going to close on today, and and I was like. There's only there's only one song we can close on today. It has to be this one, guys. Thank you everyone for tuning in to episode 18 of the and previewed fast lane. For Brandon Ogden and Kyle, I'm swimming time right here on Spec Sports Network. Good night, everybody. to fear.